Right. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, welcome back. Christmas week. Christmas special, some might say. Is it the first one? I mean, we're not going to talk about really anything Christmas related, but... Well, yeah, well, are you, are you a big Christmas guy? I like the holiday. I like the you music. Like it. I, you know, I've grown... I don't really like the... Okay, you know, well, I'm, I'm a Jew, so... But, oh, yeah. but I just like, don't really like the holidays in general. It really, did, really disrupts things. It's if you if you're somebody like us who needs to get things done in timely manners, the holidays are actually more of a burden. All all urgency thrown out the window. Yeah, I mean people are people are real lackadaisical around this time of year, and and it doesn't get any better. Freaking New Year's is coming up next week, and then after that, people get serious because, as far as I know, there ain't a real serious holiday from January up until the summer. Yeah, the next notable one is what Valentine's Day, but even then. That, does, well, that doesn't stop anything. That, yeah, that doesn't stop anything. Serious people don't if take anything, Valentine's Day seriously. If anything, you would get out of Valentine's Day by working. Yeah. The other way around, the old switcheroo. 100%. Um, but, but in general, yeah, I don't think there's too much necessarily to talk about today. Um, I mean, there's always plenty to ch- chit-chat about, but yeah, I don't but, know if you know, anything. But before we get into it, yeah. please remember to you know ah. subscribe, follow. Give it a give us a nice review because that's that's the best way we can grow and, yeah. we're, and we're we've been growing and we want to keep growing. Yeah, and so shout out to everybody who who listens. Um, you know, we we really do appreciate you guys coming back and and laughing along with us. Um, and if you haven't had a chance to try out our app, uh, it's still App Store only, iOS only, real time live. Um, we host games periodically, so definitely give that a try. Um, but yeah, good good on us for getting these out early. Yeah, what what happened in what happened in sports over the weekend? Geez, what didn't happen in sports is the, the real question. I think um, the headline to describe this past few weeks in sports is leagues in disarray. Well, you know, they're, they're also calling, uh, I didn't watch it, but they're calling, they're calling Jake Paul's knockout the most viral sports clip of all time. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I watched it on replay a couple times, uh, so I'm probably accountable for 12 of those views. He, he got knocked out hard. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, too, where, and I knew this was going to happen, so not that I've, I've, I don't follow Jake or Logan Paul. I, I argue I really don't watch any YouTubers like that anyway. Um, but I called this from the moment he got into boxing. It's going to start with a few fights that get decided to him, and everybody's going to question it. And smartly, he's going to slowly work his way up the ladder to more serious fighters until you can no longer doubt his prowess as a fighter, whether or not the circumstances have been manipulated. Now you can't say the guy's not a fighter. Well, who was he fighting? It was, it was Woodley, uh, I believe. Tyron Woodley, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, it looked like he knocked him out fair and square. And who's yeah. is Tyron Woodley? Like, a, is he just like a retired boxer? What's his what's his deal? Can't say no. All right, here um, comes the, the here comes some some last minute research. Yeah, on it. it's kind of our our thing, right? Um, but no, he he knocked him out fair and square. The guy the guy was, it's so fun. You know what's funny? The the best thing that happened to boxing and just combat sports in general are memes. I mean, I think memes are the the spice of life for everything. Yep. But nothing funnier than a dude knocked out on the ground, and then you you know you Photoshop his body and you put it on different things. So uh, Tyron Woodley is MMA, yep. mixed martial arts, actually. What was his record um, prior? Does well, it dude, tell you? Do you see this? Tyron Woodley pays fan five grand for best meme depicting his vicious knockout loss to Jake Paul. Wow. That's funny. I didn't see that at all. No. Which is pocket change to him. It probably, you know, flips the script. His publicist was probably like, look, these things are only going to get worse. Just pay He's somebody for it. And, yeah. Embrace it. Damn. He got knocked out. I mean, you know, Jake Paul's a big dude. Yeah, he's kind of, a, he's kind of a, a brick house. No, he is. I mean, and you know, I, I kind of, I, like I said, at this point, I, I respect it. Um, I, I respect it. You think, um, you think he's going to start fighting 
real dudes. I mean, obviously, he fought an MMA guy who's probably a little smaller than him. I want to see him. Do you think he'll start fighting people in his weight class who actually box? Um, I, c- I can see it. I mean, ultimately, it's about incentives, right? I mean, he's in him and his opponent are in the arena for the payday. Like ultimately. It's like 50 mil every time he fights. Exactly. So... I think and I imagine that the purses aren't going to get significantly smaller. And so, like I said, I think he's going to keep climbing the ladder, but I don't see him fighting several times a year. I mean, at a certain point, I think he's going to retire. Well, he is kind of old. Yeah. I he's, mean, he's no young buck. He's yeah. like 39, which is nuts. 39? I'm pretty sure. He is not 39, bro. Either him or Woodley were 39. Bro, he is not fucking 39. I don't know. Jake Paul's kind of old. Dude, okay. 39 would be ridiculous dude, thinking about it now. He's probably like 29 max. He's, I think he's like tw- What's his age? I guarantee no older than 27. What? Yeah, that's what I thought. What does it say? He's 24. There you go. 39, bro. Someone told someone told me he was like 39. Does he look like a guy no, who's 39? But then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I could see him. Because I, th- I was trying to think about like how he got popular. And in my mind, he was always way older than us when he was popular. But now that he, now that he's like our age, that makes no sense to me. Well, that means he was really popular a long time ago. He's been popular for a long he's, time. He's been Since doing he's those. He's been doing those ridiculous videos. He was that. Didn't he like get into a lot of shit because he went into that forest? I feel like that was his brother. One of them. Yeah. But like they've been doing that shit for a long time, and they're twins, right? No, just brothers in general. Okay. Well, either way, this I is, was this wild, is a no I research was, pod. By the I way. guess I was wildly incorrect on that. I guess I'll look up Tyrone Woodley's age. Maybe he's fucking thirty nine. Well, maybe that's sense. what the recipe is—just fighting people well older than you who've who've lost a touch or two. Because I think that is ultimately fair, honestly. I mean, regardless of if it's staged, which I don't believe it is, or whether it's fixed, which okay. I don't necessarily believe it is. Woodley is thirty nine. Yeah, so you're you're finding a guy who's a little bit older. Woodley still should, on paper, be able to beat this guy, but obviously age uh, is a factor. But um, outside of that, I really don't have have too much on that um but what i would want to chat about actually in the same breath i think this was the um the prior fight is what were you gonna say yeah it's just funny because i went back to jake paul's profile to or his wiki page to check his weight and compare it to woodley's um but then i'm just reading his about section and it's just funny because it's like jake joseph paul is an american social media personality and professional boxer he rose to fame on Vine before he played the role of Dirk Mann in the Disney Channel series Bizarre Vark for two seasons. Never heard of that. I didn't even know he was on TV. Clearly, I know nothing about Jake Paul. Um, but social media personality and professional boxer. You, you would have thought those two things would be uh, mutually exclusive. Yeah. Ten, ten years ago, they certainly would have. Five years ago, they would have been. I can't um, believe he's 24. That's nuts. But uh, the, the, the fight before their fight, it was between Darren Williams and Frank Gore. Darren Williams was fighting? D. Will. Dude, what the heck? Guess who won? D. Will. D. Will. Good for him. Yeah, D. Will won. He he beat Frank Gore. D. Um, Will, what he what he put on like twenty pounds for this fight? He looked a little heftier, but he was always a chunkier guy. He was kind of like the he was slightly slimmer Kyle Lowry. He was now a, he was I got always, I always thought D. Will was a bit of a thick boy. Darren um, Williams was always pretty thin. Yeah, well, you know, he had a round face, but. Dude, the, what is this? Like the celebrity version of Rough and Rowdy? Well, now? Dude, Anyone my, who wants to fight can my, fight? My thing is celebrities fighting, it's always a good way to subtly announce that you're broke. Or just, yeah, they're trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Wow, and he has his, he dyed his hair blonde? Dude, he, he probably always had the mitts and, you know, I'm sure Frank, the payday Frank wasn't Frank wants bad. to fight him again. 
uh, rematch? Yeah, Frank wants him again, but Williams said he, he's a one-off fighter. You know, yeah, he said he's leaving. It's he's he, out of the game. Will Will Darren Williams said he wants to stay in touch regardless. No, he said that he said he wants out of the game. I heard he's retired. Darren Williams knock him out, or was a decision? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if knockouts are being dished left and right in these types of things. Um, but I mean, <laughs> bringing the bringing the floor back to you. You brought up the fights. What, what's the? How do we wrap it up? You, th- uh, I don't know, dude. You think like at some point, Jake. Jake Paul's got to fight somebody legit, right? Because if I was a boxer, I'd like, st- I'd probably be getting pretty pissed off at this point. <laughs> how much like praise and money this guy's getting? I would at least go fight him for for the bag. You know, I think it goes back to the old saying: "Don't hate the player, hate the game." Right? This guy's a famous guy who clearly his mitts work, and he's using his stardom to get people to fight him for a lot of money. Um, but I, I think in my, if I had to predict, the way it ends is he fights a few more people. Probably wins. Um, and then, to your point, I think there will be some, like, can't-miss event where he fights somebody. F- uh, didn't he fight Floyd? No. I don't think he actually fought Floyd. No? Somebody else fought Floyd. No. Um, McGregor fought Floyd. Dude, I think... Look up Jake Paul's fights. I don't There's think no fought, way no, he's fought Floyd. No, I don't, I don't think he's fought Floyd. But I, I, think, I think it'll end... He fought with- Nate Robinson. Oh, that's what I'm yeah. like, that's what I'm thinking about. You fought Nate Robinson. Imagine confusing <laughs> Nate Robinson and, and Floyd. <laughs> he knocked Nate Robinson the fuck out. Yeah. Jake Paul just knocks dudes out. No, that's what he does. Yeah. Um But no, I think I think he'll retire eventually. You know, he'll say he had a lot of fun, he was undefeated, and five years from now he comes out of retirement for one more fight. It's one of those things. He just offered Jorge Mas Vidal five million to fight him. Ever heard of that guy? Never. Okay. I imagine if you're in the space though, it's Something you're uh, keeping that's, an eye that's out That's Jorge Masvidal. Looks like a looks like the real looks deal. Looks like a hoss, yeah. Um, but he says that's chump change. Five mil. Masvidal wants twenty mil. Okay. He's a so he's a, he's another UFC fighter. I want him to fight an actual boxer. When is he going to fight an actual boxer? Well, because that's what Jake Paul does, right? He boxes. Yeah, he's a boxer who's fighting UFC guys. Yeah, fight an actual boxer, dude. Well, I don't think that's part of his shtick. I think he's I mean, staying in his lane. I mean, he'd knock me the fuck out. No doubt about it. Yeah, he's a big, he's a fucking yeah, big dude. Big dude, yeah. Long arms. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but in in other news, I guess, um, like you said, it's a Christmas time, uh, Christmas time of the year. Guess what I just found out about? Um, so apparently, there are there's a job, um, a really a career, I guess you could say, quite honorable in Spain, um, called uh, Calidors. What's that? Or Caladores. I don't know. Um, ham sniffers. Ham sniffers. Ham sniffers. What do they do? They sniff ham? Yeah. Like, like, I got a honey ham. Sniff it? I don't know if it's so transactional like that, but no, I think really how it works is there's prestigious hams, very expensive hams that are, I don't know if they're aged or whatever, but they need to sniff them for quality. It's like a, qual- they're like quality assurance sniffers. Sniffers. What's a, I don't even, what, what's a ham supposed to smell like? Well, you wouldn't know because you clearly eat inexpensive hams. Right. Yeah. What is ham? Ham is pork? It's pig, yeah. Pig, pig. You eat, you eat ham. Oh, I like ham a lot. Yeah, and bacon. I, I eat ham. I eat bacon. I eat pork. I eat all parts of so the So you pig. don't care for kosher? No. You know what a, an age-old debate is, actually? Well, or, or, or will be an age-old debate? You can quote me here. Have you been following the developments in lab-grown meat? 
you know, I've I've always I have I have my thoughts about the lab grown meat and the and the Beyond Meat. Is Beyond Meat lab grown or is no, that No, so different? Beyond Meat is just, just like f- things like, that aren't meat meant to replicate that's the, the veg- taste like, and it's feel. It's a vegetarian version. Yeah, lab grown meat is fundamentally the exact same thing as meat. It's just like cultured cells and grown in a lab rather than like cut from an alive animal. Imagine if like so here's my thing. What if you could lab, if you can lab grow the meat, couldn't you technically lab grow the whole animal? That's where it would and probably then, go. If you kill that animal, is that, is there a problem with that? Well, it begs the question of why would you grow it just to kill it? One. But two, I guess looping it back around, is like kosher, for example, and I'm, I'm not here to speak on religious preferences, but obviously certain religions don't eat pork or pig ultimately because they find them dirty. But if I just grow in a slab of pig meat in a lab, couldn't you eat it? Well, I think a lot of kosher things, it has to, I should know It has to be prepared in a certain it's way. It's like cut in a certain way. Yeah. So From a live animal, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even gonna pretend like I know all the, the the nuance to it. No, but back to the ham sniffing yeah. thing. Why? What is that like a thing on Christmas? Well, there. That's the, when that's when ham sniffers are well, in high demand. Well, the demand. headline I saw was that they're working harder than Santa Claus okay. right now. Um, there's a there's a backlog for ham sniffing. Well, ham sniffers. So let's just see what what Twitter uh, says. The expert ham sniffer of Spain smells 800 hams a day during the Christmas season. He is strained. He said, "quote at the limit of human possibility." So I've got think Santa is busy. Ham sniffers are pushing their noses to the limit, says the Wall Street Journal. Smelling 800 hams a day to make sure they are perfect for Christmas. "quote I will find a way to sniff 801." This Perhaps is, 802 This if is possible. very interesting. They don't actually directly sniff the hams. They, they stick it with something, mm-hmm. and then they smell the stick. Yeah. So these people are saying they, they need to unionize. Um, the amount of hams that they're sniffing is just, is just wrong. Oh, please. So they, they smoke chorizo in a room full of oak fires, spilling up smoke upon a ceiling of hanging sausages. You know what? I'll go ahead and say completely satirical. But, you know, everybody who's complaining about being in the hospitals and working hard or you're a frontline worker and you're working hard, you're not working as hard as a ham sniffer. There's nobody who works as hard as (laughs) a ham sniffer. Not putting that on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, why is there a paywall on the goddamn ham sniffer? Dude, the Wall Street Journal needs to freaking get over themselves. Them, the New York Times, Washington Post. Uh, First and foremost, I don't know who reads that crap. Secondly... Like, a paywall behind everything, especially essential information like learning more about these ham sniffers. Why must we pay to get that information? You know, the Internet's a magical thing, and we should be able to have access to the ham sniffing. Uh, so during low season, in Feb- low, low season for ham sniffing is February. We're kind of beating this to, to the pulp. That's kind of what we're doing on the Christmas special. Um, he smells 200 hams a day. It's in low season. Now, at the climax of demand, he is whiffing 800 loins a day. That sounds graphic. <laughs> <laughs> That's 3,200 sniffs. Um, he is strained, he said, at the limit of human possibility. He has started taking 10-minute breaks every two hours. And if demand increases, they say, he says, I will find a way to sniff 101, perhaps 102. I love That's how... That's got to be fake. He's I like, love how it's centering all of this around like there's one ham sniffer. 
Like, he is strained. Like, just this one person has been worked too hard. Um, <laughs> and he's terrified of getting COVID because he can't lose his sense of smell. <laughs> That's unreal. He goes, terrified of contracting the ever-mutating coronavirus, which destroys some people's sense of smell. Dude, you know Mr. I- Vegas says he eats six oranges a day to boost his immune system. The company said none of the sniffers have contracted the virus. Dude, you know what's actually funny, too? I think we is just cracked the code. Uh, how to not get COVID? Yeah, six oranges. oranges a day. Um, I was reading one of the articles, or skimming it, really. And you know what they do to train, or at least to qualify for what? the position? They had to sniff different um, containers of water that all had a different subtle substance in it and then sniff out what was in it. Dude, I think so this these is, guys have powerful noses. I think this is actually the most interesting story we've ever talked about on here. It might be. I mean, dude, they, they even say in that same article they have strict sniffing regimens day yep, to day. I'm just seeing that so, now. <laughs> so, so they stay sharp. Well, he goes... Uh, I am too. I too am terrified of contracting the ever mutating virus, coronavirus, which is why I've been vaccinated on three different occasions this year. Um, that can't be right. This is nuts. Mister Vega's nighttime heat. In order to maintain his sense of smell, he uh, has a steaming mug of Pen Royale tea, a wild local mint he picks himself. He hopes he hopes his wife never changes her perfume. He's like testing himself everywhere he goes. Dude, Make sure he's, he's probably sniffing. just like a. What are the dogs that sniff everything? Like bloodhounds. He's probably smelling he's everything. He's like a. He's like a detective. Well, you know what I'm thinking about now, right? So let's just let's just. I can't believe this. Let's say the standard is 800, or at least this particular year it's 800. Sniffs. It, it obviously yeah, it sniffs. They're hams. It hams different hams. It, they obviously clearly this is a taxing profession where they spend a lot of time and care into. I'm estimating it's about a minute a ham. But to me, that almost seems too low. Well, I think they smell each ham three times. Like a... <laughs> no, because it, it's prick, smell, prick, You read that? Smell. Well, he said it's 3,200 sniffs a day, 800 hams. Oh, so that's, that'd be four sniffs of ham. Yeah, four, four <laughs> sniffs of ham. Wow. I don't know if that means you go one time through, you circle back, because I imagine if you're sniffing the same ham multiple times, you... you what hey? What I do you, don't know. What happens if one of them smells off? Like, do you, you know, call in backup for dude, a second all, all opinion? All I'm thinking is, I want to try one of these hams. I know. How, how do we get our hands on some of this chorizo? All I'm thinking about is this guy's probably working 12 hours a day smelling meat. <laughs> At <Bazinga>. least. <laughs> but wow, yeah, any, anybody great. who has connections to the the ham sniffing industry, let us know. And for those of you who are listening this far in, we don't have much to talk about, but it gets better. Um. So what are they? They're the the Caladores. Caladores. Yeah. Caladores. All right. It's a prestigious position. I would almost, this leads how, me to think, how many more professions are either centered around the nose or other senses? I don't, I don't know. And I don't, even know how you, I don't even know how you know that it has to smell a certain way. But, you know, smell is very correlated, very to taste. Yeah. So I guess there, there's something It could there. be one of those things that's probably not even true, um, that the smell really matters. But I think... It, Europe in general, just things have been doing. So, like, I, I think I read in that same article, I'm assuming you read, they've been doing it like this for almost 300 years. I mean, dude, it sounds like we're getting pranked. It sounds like the Wall Street Journal just orchestrated the biggest scam of all time for some clicks. That's probably one of those, like, AI-written stories that they're probably pumping out nowadays. We'd never <laughs> be able to tell if it was real or not. Um, but I guess that's pretty much it for that. So let's, let's talk pivot. about sports now. Yeah, uh, so, let's pivot here. Um, Omicron 
looking like a first ballot Hall of Famer, huh? You know, for a long time, I thought it was Omnicron, which Wh- sounded which way sound more scary. Sounded, I thought it sounded way more badass. Yeah. But, but Omicron. Well, it's kind of like a Transformer name. Like Omi- Megatron. Omicron. Yeah. But, but um, no, you not not to make fun of it. No, nope. um, well, um, we're, we're doing a good job avoiding it. Shit's Stand within hard. these these walls. I mean, I think I'm. Although bullet. this room doesn't really have sides. It has. If you think about it, it it's kind of curved. It has three sides and a curve. It's like a. You, I don't know like what a it dome. Is. Yeah, it is kind of like a dome, but we don't like domes on this podcast. No. Um, but anyway, getting serious, kind of now. So the NCAA, or sorry, we'll we'll get to the NCAA. Um, actually, no, let's talk the NCAA. I think they're gonna sh- kind of shut down after the bowl games. They're not going to cancel college basketball. They're not going to do that twice, no. And I don't think they would cancel hockey. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Well, I think it really comes down to the schools. So I think so far we've heard a lot about these leagues. Like 25% of the NBA players are in health and safety protocol. The NHL is 15%. The oh. NHL's so normally they go on a winter break, yeah. like a Christmas break. They're starting that early. Yeah. They said we're done. I mean... I haven't heard much about schools in general. I mean, w- whatever. We're just out of that. I think. I think. Stage. All, I mean. I think colleges are going as planned. Those places are bubbles as they are. Like I'm sure they'll be fine. All they can do is just make everybody get the booster. And I, dude, I don't even think they'll bring back testing. You can't. It's like too expensive. At the campuses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like too expensive to test these kids twice a week. I mean, they're probably looking at their pockets and they're like. It, essentially, which is sad, they're weighing it as a math equation. They're not going to send the kids home again. No. But if they did, they'd be like, well, we're saving a lot of money. It's kind of what happened the first time. Well, they also lost a shit ton of money. Yeah. But they, I mean, at the same time, they convinced a bunch of kids to go pay full price to do school from nope. their living room. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess, you know, they're definitely not going to cancel the bowl games. They're definitely not going to cancel March Madness again. I do see games getting postponed, players being sick, and maybe rescheduling of game. I could see the, whole games not happening. The bowl games are tough mm-hmm. because that's like this week and next week and we're like right in the fucking heat of it. Like New York, I was I was in New York this weekend. The lines to get tested like loop around blocks. Dude. And they they have like these pop-up tents in the middle of streets for just like massive lines to go get tested. I was wearing a mask outside, Sam. You were scared? It feels like a not what I was I was scared. I was like so I, I it like, keeps your face warm in the winter. That's that is a valid like, point. Yeah. But like, I I never wear my mask in Boston anymore. Mm-hmm. Fucking sue me. Yeah. But like, when I was in New, I I wore a mask more in New York in two days than I have in Boston in the last five months. Omicron, dude. It's just because everybody's like, people are not only masked up outside, they're double masked up outside. Nobody, they don't. They, everyone just feels like it's on the safe. It feels like a war zone. Is it reminiscent of March twenty twenty? No, because people are still out and about. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's different. Pe- people are kind of still living their lives. You know who's on the hot seat, though? Who? Delta. Delta's Delta Del- did not put this level of fear in anybody's heart. I didn't blink twice about Delta. Delta was a JV strain. Yeah, Delta was like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to play. Yeah, everybody, me in. everybody was like, oh, yeah. But and Omicron now, rose and now Omicron. Omicron caught the headlights quick. You know, if, if this had, I'm trying to think of a, a different Greek letter. If this was like, uh, I don't even know how they named these things. But if this was Theta. like, well, there was a Lambda strain, which I don't think that ever picked up. But if it was like one of those other ones, you know, whatever. Zeta. That one, that's kind of doomy. I mean, Omicron's the scariest. How do they pick? I I don't know. Because it, it's like you, you, it's you, not an you, alphabetical order. It's not. It's certainly not. You you name diseases. 
You name hurricanes. Well, the hurricane ones are nice. Well, those is it's kind of in order. They have it planned out yeah. for like years ahead yeah. of time. Which why 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 are we naming storms? Who came well, up with that? Well, I think it's been a long-held practice, and it, it makes it easy just to catalog them because then you can kind of remember. Oh, this hurricane with this hurricane name from this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in any so who, college, I think it continues. Yeah, I, I think I, if they can get because they'll obviously have the bowl games. They'll have a Natty Championship. And then, because I think, you know, I don't want to get too into the weeds of the COVID interworkings, but you got to think that at some point, the, like, because it's a milder strain, and, like, I would hope that the, the hospital rates just stay low enough where people just realize, okay, like, people are just getting sick now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the winter time. People are congregating inside, and at this point, the people who haven't got it probably ain't going to get it. So, well, people are canceling their holiday plans. Yeah, it's uh, Christmas in disarray. All right, let's keep rocking. Tell me, give me, give me the update on the NFL. The NFL is they're they're moving games all over the place. Yeah, you know, but uh, things are actually kind of interesting in NFL land. So, as of today, there's about five teams eliminated: the Browns, or sorry, 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 the Bears, sorry franchise, terrible, the Lions, um, the you Jags. know the Lions are looking up. See that speech Dan Campbell gave? Oh, that guy's a winner. I like him a lot, dude. He's, he's definition of players coach. What? I love that guy. It's not like they've been getting blown out either. Like, they fight hard. They could very well be like a... I mean, what, do they have two wins? Two, yeah, they could They be, have two wins. They could have six wins. Yeah. Which is something Which is like their head fi- That's like fine for a first-year first head coach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's Bears, Lions, Jags, Texans, Jets that are out. Um, but let's focus over on the AFC. Um, oh, and actually, I guess the Packers clinched. Um, I'm not sure if it's the division or the NFC. I think it's division. Division, yeah. Um... So, you look over the AFC, so like I said, so the Jets, Texans, and Jaguars are out for the count. But on the top, we got the 10-4 Chiefs, then you got the Pats and the Titans, both 9-5. and five. Then we have five teams at 8-6, and six, Bengals, Colts, Chargers, Bills, Ravens. Uh, you got the 7-6-1 Steelers, then you got four teams at 7-7. Seven and seven. Raiders, Dolphins, Bears, or sorry, <laughs> keeps bees getting me today. Browns and the uh, Broncos. So, very tight, um, it, you know. I think it's kind of anyone's game. Realistically, I think there's a few contenders. Um, personally, I think probably the Super Bowl champions and NFC team. But you never know. Yeah, I don't know. I think the AFC is interesting because up until the Chiefs started playing well, there was no real like clear front runner. Yeah. Um, but they look damn good. But Tyreek Hill and a bunch of those guys are now in COVID protocol. I think... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Not They'll be back. Go, not to go back to the whole COVID thing, but like... They don't have symptoms and they're vaccinated. They should just play. But they could give it to somebody else and then your whole line is out, your whole team is out. I guess, I, feel like, I mean, honestly, I think the argument does become, at a, at a surface level, everybody on that team is rubber-stamped as a professional. If one of these professionals, and obviously some professionals are better than other professionals, but if one of them is out for whatever reason, you, be, you should be able to field somebody who belongs out there. Well, the other thing, it's like, at a certain point, it kind of has to be like, if Tyreek had the flu and he felt good enough to play, he would play. But it's different. Apparently. You know, it's, you know, it's different. Slightly more contagious. That's what I'm whatever. saying. I think at a, at a certain point in the next two months, 
like, depending on how this old Omicron thing really shakes out, I think that's a decision that, like, we're kind of going to have to come to. I mean, I think what happens is, ultimately, they're going to do as much ignoring of this as possible over the next two months, just until the season's over. But if, if by some reason, who, I mean, God forbid, next season, we're dealing with this around this time of next year, I think they pretend it's no big deal. They keep rolling through. I mean, Adam Silver came out and said the NBA is not doing anything. Not doing a thing. The amount of G League players being signed, it's more than ever. Really? OD. Well, talking about the... Did you have anything else in the NFL? Um, you know, I had one thing about Harbaugh. Um, is that Jim or John? I think John. it's Jim. Oh, it's John. John. Jim's in Michigan. You know, if you kind of have two kids... Why are you naming Jim, Jim and, John? and John? Those are like... Some people... Are named Jim and go by John. Some people are not named John and go by Jim. Why? Why make it so confusing? At least and do different letters. They both let's have see, the same let's initials. Let's see with the letter J. Yeah, good point. Ridiculous. Yeah. They better have different middle names. No, I, I reckon they do. But um, I don't have too much to say. But I thought it was just pretty cool. I saw this clip. He was mic'd up. I want to say this was against the Browns um, this past week. But he's on the sideline asking uh, his guys. Tyler Huntley was in for Lamar. He was asking the guys, um, you know, they're driving down the field, hopefully looking to score. They did ultimately score. He asked them, should we kick the, the field goal, the extra point, and tie the game, and then, you know, let our defense handle this, or should we go for two and win it? And he was asking the guys, you know, what should we do? Um, ultimately, they did go for two. They did not get it. Um, but it, it begs the question, you know, is how do you feel about that? Eh, he should have made the decision. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to say what he should have done, but he should have just made the, made the call. You know? But I bet he already knew what he was going to do before he asked the guys. Well, it sounded like he was really – if you watch the clip, it sounds like he was leaning towards kicking the Who's extra Who's he point. asking? Is he he's just, like, walking Huntley, up the sideline? He was asking oh, Mark Andrews. He's, like, asking the offense? Yeah, he was, like, the, the guys around him. He's, like, what do you guys want to do? You know, they're pros out there. He, get, he put the ball in their court. I think, like I said, if you watch the video, it sounded like he wanted to kick the extra point. Well, and they uh, persuaded him? Well, he 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 really did put the ball in their court, but if you, in my opinion, he was basically saying, like he was he he was saying, if we kick the extra point, we go to overtime guaranteed. He's like, we could take the chance and try to win it right here, and it's like to me that sounds like, well, guys, why don't we just kick the extra point? But I thought that was cool. You think he should? Uh, you you think he's got to be the decision maker there? The buck has to stop with somebody. It does. Yep. I mean, there's a clip after it where because then sorry, ahead. but because I was because what I was gonna say is because then. Yeah, I, I'm not a believer in because then the players they some self doubt yeah. creeps into their heads mm-hmm. like oh we shouldn't have told coach yeah but you know if, if other hand if coach said it just you just made a decision I mean it's tough too when the the games are so tight every game matters right now and it's they the NFL yeah and so now That's what makes the NFL know, so great they're probably thinking damn like maybe we would have had a chance in overtime well but. you know what I saw um have you been watch, you watched the the in season hard knocks at all with the Colts. I've seen a couple episodes. I like it better than the out of season hard knocks. I think it's great, yeah, yeah. But there was one episode. Um, I think they were. I don't know who the Colts were playing, but they weren't playing that well in the first half. And they were ba- and the center came up to the coach and he was like, "Give me one drive where all we do is run. We have the best running because they were throwing the ball all game." Mm. And they were like, "Let us play Colts football." Wow. And the coach was like, "All right." They ran the ball down every single play of that drive. Ran it down the other team's throat, scored a touchdown. Wow! And the center w- and the coach was like, "That worked out well." And the coach was like, and the center was like, "Thanks for trusting me." Wow! <laughs>